0: And boom goes the dynamite.
1: It's Tuesday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the boom brought to you as always by fight game media. I'm uh, joined, of course, as always by Kevin Ely. I'm your host, James McDaniel. Kevin, how's your week been, buddy?
0: Um, I think it's been good. I've been disoriented ever since I stayed up all night last week. Watching uh, Japanese pro wrestling. Castle
1: Kingdom will throw you off. And I, I always, did. Yeah.
0: Every year I think I'll, I'm not going to stay up. And then yeah. I always stay up. I like had a whole like palette laid out in my study.
1: <laughs>
0: Pretended like I, I was going to sleep and I just didn't.
1: I did the exact same thing I always do, which is I stayed up. I watched the Rambo and then they're like, oh, there's like a three hour break. Yeah. And then I fell asleep. Always I all if they would just continue with matches, I could stay up, but I could not stay up. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. Um, Okay. So our top story of the week is New Japan. Kenny Omega had one of the best matches of all time. In Dave Meltzer's estimation, the second best match of all time. I believe second to one of his previous matches.
0: Yes. Second only Um, to another Kenny Omega match.
1: Did you think? This was the the second best match of all time. I think most people are comfortable saying top 5 for sure. I yeah. But number 2, that's 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 tough.
0: It's up there. It's up there. Yeah. I I'd have to I don't know. I feel like a week after it happened is not the right time to it's either the best no, or it's not. I agree with You that. know, it's either yeah. like that's absolutely the best match I've ever seen or it's not. And then we can sort the rest out later is kind of how I feel. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> but, you know, what's the line of no country for old men? Like if what he says like uh, that they're at the crime scene and the deputy says, this is a real mess, isn't it? And he says, well, if it isn't, it'll do till the mess gets here. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel. If this wasn't the match of the year yeah. of this year, then we're in for some. Good, and the fact good stuff.
1: that, and the fact that, and, I, and I'm going to quote Dave here, this wasn't the match. This right. was the build to the match. And yeah. Dave pointed out some specific things I noticed, which is they didn't use all their big moves. They're saving something, a lot of things right. for the big match, right? which I'm assuming will be an eight-star match. If yeah, And if then you, one day, yeah. in the future, people are going to look back on these five-star matches and be like, man, Right. These years had garbage matches. This is ten <laughs> it's point only, scale. You know, the
0: only hit right. fives.
1: Oh my god.
0: <clears throat> yeah. If this, if if you compare it to the Omega Okada matches, this would be the first one which got six mm. stars. Yeah. And then they had a six and a half star, and then a seven star. So we're already on so track. This
1: already started strong.
0: No pressure. Is, no pressure. Was this six and a half or six? This was six quarters? point six point two five.
1: Oh, my God. Six and one quarter. Good Lord. Yeah. Okay. So, So Kenny has the greatest match in the history of the world with his seven-star match. Mm -hmm. He has, I believe, the greatest tag team match in the history of the world. Yes. Do we know if he has yet had the greatest trios match in, in history? I think... Because if you're getting fives, you're probably in the running for that.
0: That's a really good
1: question. I think, I think he has talked about how he... Are you
0: talking just do we think that or does Dave Meltzer think that?
1: I guess does Dave Meltzer think that? But also do we think that? For Yeah, absolutely. I,
0: I don't know. You know, I think I, I, when I think back to like, was there like some Von Eric Freebird wild brawl that, yeah. you know, at the time...
1: What I'm going to do, know. I think, what you I'm going to do, gonna, I'm going to go tweet. back, or we should go back, mm-hmm. and and at all of Dave's five-plus star matches, because that list is readily available, mm-hmm. and find the number one three-star uh, trios match, I'm sure one, of course, probably Von Eriks Freebirds, you're right, in, w- in uh, World Class, probably got a five-star. And then we just need to see what's going on in this uh And this young bucks uh, Kenny feud with um, with uh, Death Triangle, and see if we've got anything to top it.
0: I'm writing a tweet to Dave Meltzer as we speak. We'll see if he responds by the end of the by the Dave is right
1: now furiously typing away at one of those old like see through (laughs) Apple computers. Yes, 164k. That's that's exactly right. All right. So, I didn't see the FTR match. You did. Once you're done with this tweet, I'm looking forward to seeing what you've got to say about it. Uh, My plan was to watch it before the show tonight, but I forgot about Battle of the Belt. So, therefore, I did not have time to add that match.
0: Yeah. The FTR match was good. Yeah? Yeah. It was good. It wasn't, you know, (laughs) it it wasn't their best. Like, okay. You know, they've had at least five or six better matches in the last this 10 year. months, you know, just yeah, this year. Exactly. But, you know, it's just kind of the storyline. They're now beltless.
1: And uh, there yeah. were So I saw the Mercedes um, Monet debut. It was terrible for the most part. I would agree. And um, there was a lot of issues with it. A lot of issues. And not just that her move that she pulled off was kind of terrible the crowd did not seem to quite understand who she was or why she was there I yeah. could be mistaken on that there was really no heat um, I was happy to see that she was literally pronouncing her last name as if it were money mm-hmm. um, and because uh, I, I just assumed that she would go that direction at some point she started out like that um, so yet again I am correct. <laughs> for maybe the third time in a year yeah um yeah but uh let's if she is coming to, to aew we're gonna talk a lot more about that later on in the show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's i think i think just it because it was it will be in america it will be a much bigger deal i think yeah this this and i have a in hindsight like, this was a bad idea for her debut real bad idea and i think i really do think that the lack of a reaction could have led to her botching that spot, like her being a little thrown off. Yeah. I think it was actually Kyrie who, who botched the spot, man, who would ever thought that that was going to be the case. I think,
0: uh, because the, uh, I, some people were posting videos of like training. There's videos of her training where she Mm -hmm. does that, that move. And, So the deal is, you know, you you get them like back to back. I forget what they call it, like an underhook back to back. Mm -hmm. And then you sort of flip them over and they they land on their feet and you do a quick DDT. So it's like a screw, I don't know, twisting DDT kind of move. Yeah. And the person lands on their feet and then goes into the DDT. But Kyrie just sort of landed on her hands and knees. So she's kind of already down. And so... (laughs) Sasha just yeah. kind of <laughs> pantomimes mm. it, and then acts like she yep. hit it. Yeah, it was weird, man. It it just fell flat. I think you found out that like New Japan and SmackDown probably doesn't have that big of a crossover audience.
1: I don't think there's much, and I think over there and I think New all. Japan
0: fans are still like not used to the idea of women performers being on their show. You know, yeah. for better for worse, and, and then to they just have weren't one ready for and
1: it, and kind of kind of just kind of gyrate around like yeah. dancing in the titty twister on from Dust till dawn. And I don't know if they knew how, what to make of that really.
0: Yeah. She was definitely cranking up the diva type thing, which is not, yeah, she's at her best. So
1: no. Yeah, and was... also, um, like just me watching SmackDown mm-hmm. is a really uncomfortable experience. Like it's nightmarish. And then for the idea of New Japan people, who have literally the best wrestling in the world, every day of the week, yeah, the idea that they would watch SmackDown and enjoy it—that's mm-hmm. a—that's comical. That's absolutely yeah. comical. Yeah, they've never seen her before in their lives, unless they're watching YouTube clips. Yeah, they I probably are. So.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, all right, I don't even know where we're going from here. Okay, let's <laughs> go right into. Let's go. Keep going on Mercedes. Um, okay. Yeah. So you want to start she, us out on that one? Yeah.
0: So mixed signals to say the least this week on dynamite. On one hand, they have straight up announced that the mystery partner is Tony storm and have a whole little subplot going with that. And her being picked over, uh, Hikaru cheetah. And, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, which, uh, that, that part is interesting, but, but if, but if, and, They were always, if if, and they were always going to go with Tony Storm, my friend. Mm -hmm. Thank God they announced it a week in advance. Yeah, it would have been Tony might not have survived that.
0: No, like it would have been worse than anything WWE
1: did to her. Absolutely, way worse. And so, if it is going to be her, I'm glad they did it early. But. Listen, I've got the conspiracy brain going. That's right. I think what happens is, and Britt gave you the wink on the show. That's exactly right. I think Britt and her crew, they mm-hmm. jump Tony Storm, beat her down. She can't come to the ring. Music hits. It's Mercedes. Mm. as the backup. See I but I yeah, go ahead. you would need you would need more. it would be weird though, if it was just she gets beat down. Mm -hmm. I guess at the beginning of the show for the main event, it could be um, Soraya trying to like trying to find somebody else. What's Mm -hmm. your thoughts on this?
0: Yeah. So you could do it. You could do it where um, Mercedes is the partner Mm -hmm. and you could have, let's just say you want to turn she to heel, which I think is dumb and you have she to take out Tony before the match. In the That's surprise it. partner That's is Mercedes move. Or You could have them do the match As is mm-hmm. uh, Okay so Well there's three scenarios Either Mercedes is the partner And this is all set up to, to Be overly clever Mercedes is not the partner but she's still going to debut Like mm-hmm. as a non-wrestler Kind of like Soraya did Or right. they don't have her And this is all just to cover it up if she is there, you could either do that where it's a swerve and she is the partner, which is a good move. I think it's entertaining TV. It's not great for, like, getting people to watch Dynamite or sell tickets to L.A. No, uh, not
1: at all. And here's Tony Khan. Yeah. If he hit a snag in the negotiations, mm-hmm. I don't care if they had a price. And Mercedes said, I need another million a year. You yeah. do it. She's yeah. the one free agent you do that with outside yeah. of, like, right. Of course, when John Cena makes his debut, of course, yeah. you do the same with him. But, uh, but he, yeah, you he, give her what she wants. He's in a tough spot
0: because even though, you know, technically he never did anything to tease, you know, he just sort of let people think that we all put it together ourselves that she could be coming in. But just by creating just by creating a mystery partner in January, when we all knew she was going to be a free agent and probably debuting at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, that right. It's like, what's two plus two? It's, you know, mystery Mm -hmm. partner equals Sasha. And that creates the expectation. He might just be covering his bases right now and he might be furiously on the phone with her agent at the moment like at this very right. moment trying to get her in. I agree because with what you're saying because he put himself out there, it did not take much to put him out, out there this far where it is either a huge win for him to get her or he's going to look real bad for not getting her.
1: Yeah, if he doesn't if he doesn't have her, he fucked up bad. Yeah. And and like you said, He didn't tell us he had her, but he made sure that everyone assumed he had her. Yeah. And maybe this was the plan all along. It probably is. But we'll see. But like you said, it's not selling tickets. It's not putting butts in seats. Although most people probably would have bought the tickets more than a week in advance. So we'll see. Yeah. We shall see.
0: My, My crazy prediction is I think... They are on the road to making Jamie and Britt baby faces, and we could talk about that I can in a little see that. bit. When there there was stuff that they were doing that made me think that, and that perhaps Soraya and Tony are going to go heal, and maybe even Mercedes would if she comes that. in would be the third outsider, and it'll be Jamie Britt and Jamie sorry Jamie Britt and Sheeta feuding with. Soraya, Tony Storm, and Mercedes.
1: I would love that. That'd be. I kind of would like that. Yeah, that'd be great. I would love to see heel Tony Storm because face Tony Storm isn't working. Yeah, they tried it in
0: WWE, but of course, that's not exactly the same thing.
1: (laughs) No, not at all.
0: Yeah, I think she could be Um, really good, actually.
1: All right. So as of right now, she's going to be facing Kyrie February 23rd in San Jose. Mm -hmm. Right. WGP women's title and then she's going to be on the four the the April 23rd Stardom show in yeah. Yokohama. Am I correct yep. on that? That's
0: the only thing that we know so far. So, I, we assume she's doing limited dates. And I Yeah.
1: I'm assuming people, if she
0: signed with AEW, she'd be doing limited dates for AEW too.
1: Yeah. Um a lot of people were like, "Oh no, she signed with with New Japan. She's not going to AEW." I'm like, "No, they don't for the amount of Stardom shows they have." and the amount of money they're pulling in from stardom shows, mm-hmm. she is not full-time with stardom slash no. New Japan. No. Zero chance. No. If she yeah. signed with anybody, it's full-time. It's going to be AEW or WWE, period. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let's throw the notes out for a second. Okay. Vince McMahon is back. Oh, gosh. I was wondering if we Just should talk about that. Think about how odd it was mm-hmm. that as soon as Vince got booted, AW hit a real negative run. Yeah. And right now, AW has a really great positive run of good shows mm-hmm. and really good storylines. All of a sudden, Vince is back. <laughs> um it's a correlation? It's just it's so weird, but it's uh, Tony Khan got the got is getting his second chance right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's already and, uh, he's already posted some petty tweets about it. Oh my god, listen. If I am always of the opinion that Tony Khan should keep his mouth shut. Yeah. But petty runs in Louisiana, people's blood and our genes. And I felt, man, I, I, I took that tweet to heart. That was an awesome tweet. It was He shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have done it, but my God, it was awesome.
0: There was a, there's a quote. I learned it this week during, um, not to get political but during the uh, speaker of the house debacle last week which was my other favorite tv show that uh, was a th- thing of beauty uh, it was a work
1: of art one of the comments all i did at work for two days basically yeah one
0: the of house. the commentators one of the many anchors covering it quoted one of the previous speakers of the house talking about um you know why aren't the democrats trying to do something mm-hmm. you know to move this along and the quote was, I'll probably misquote it. I'm trying to find the actual quote, but it was basically, um, when your opponent is about to walk off of a cliff, don't try to push him.
1: <laughs> no, that's the last thing the Democrats wanted to do. They wanted to they yeah, wanted to watch would, the yeah. shit show play out. Right. And um
0: And that's kind I of hate- what Tony Khan needs to do, I think, is yeah. like if this is if this is going bad over there, you know, Just, don't every right. time Tony Khan sticks his Whenever he crows a little bit too much, something always bad happens.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Oh my god, that's a really good point. But I it's get it. it's still pick.
0: satisfying. That's still my favorite Tony Khan oh. though. <laughs> it was so weird. besides besides uh, hu- uh, Tony hugging giant men, H- hug,
1: <laughs> yeah, Tony Khan is a hugger. He is. He's uh, not I'm just sorry. a hugger. He's a snuggler. He he no, he, he really is. He, he like hugs like him and then he like turns his head, his head.
0: Yeah, he tucks his head under
1: in. the armpits. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Um, oh, what's the hugger's name from WWE? I can't remember her name Bailey? offhand. The short hair. Yeah, Bailey. He really should bring in Bailey and hug her oh. on the ramp every time. Every time. That's the only way I would be okay with seeing Tony Khan every week yeah. on TV is hugging Bailey. Um. All right. Where were we? Uh, I really don't want it to be Tony Storm, Kevin. I really don't. No, I don't either. Um... Okay, let's, you know what? We're almost at the perfect time here to remind everybody that for just $5 a month, they can get an enormous amount of exclusive content from uh, Fight Game Media at our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Fight Game Media, only $5 a month, gets you extra shows from everybody here, such as Boom Goes the Dynamite Hook Awards that went up just a couple weeks ago. It's our year-end awards. And not just our year-end awards, it's us, me and Kevin, along with the, the good people, the lovely human beings from the Dynamite Show, who you might not even know the Dynamite Show if you're not subscribed, because that is a pay-only show. Yes, every week when AEW Dynamite goes off the air, they begin recording immediately, and their show is up just a few hours later. Again, Patreon.com slash Fight Media, it's the best deal in combat sports, only $5 a month. And uh, yeah, check it out, and of course, check out our uh, YouTube channel, Fight Game Media, for all the best stuff from all the shows, including Power Bombshells each and every week. All right, Kevin, what is next? Oh, AEW's new look. Yeah, what'd you think of the new look? I liked it. I I hoped for more, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm betting we might get a little more this week. Yeah, I'm I don't wondering. know, but maybe.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they have some you know, like a, some more LED stuff on layaway or something. He's just got to get the payment plan in.
1: Yeah, or maybe they just want to roll out a little bit <laughs> a little bit each week see if it works. Yeah. One thing I was kind of disappointed with that I was hoping for, and it's one of the few things these days I really agree with JR on, and that is JR really laments the fact they're not ringside. At the commentary mm-hmm. booth, mm-hmm. I would love a ringside commentary booth mm-hmm. on AEW. I think that would be really good addition. But you know, I would beggars I would, can't be choosers.
0: Yeah, I I I agree too. I I wish they would really just rethink how they're presenting it. I think they could. I wouldn't want them to copy WWE, but no. I think there's some things that can learn from them and from um, just major league sports. You know, like when you watch yeah. NFL coverage right you've got the big desk where basically you have the hosts of the show who are Mm -hmm. you know um you know like the wwe version would be like the pre-show crew you know that's like set up on a big desk maybe they're on the stage maybe they're in the crowd and you know and they're sort of hosting the show and then they go to ringside for the play-by-play and you have like a like a you know a smaller crew down there or something i think that would be cool to kind of split it up a little bit and let kind of like Renee be kind of like the host of the show and, mm-hmm. you know, or or Tony even, Renee and Tony maybe. And yeah. kind of set up some like broadcast positions throughout, you know, me and maybe on the stage. You yeah. have a crew down down uh, or even if you don't move the commentary crowd, we've talked before about having like a um you know a ringside reporter, like someone down there yeah. who's mic'd up, you know, kind of the NFL has a couple of guys sometimes that hang out in the end zone. And they just you know yeah. say like what's going on down there and they're like man he just flew over me you know the doctor's looking at him right now. Um,
1: now I really yeah. now I really need to hear Renee Renee say back to you Excalibur back to back to you Excalibur. Yeah. By the way, like clearly Jr would like to be ringside. Mm-hmm. We're talking about them taking elements from other sports. Mm-hmm. I say we go back and take some elements from the from from Jim Crockett from National Wrestling Alliance. JR wants to be close to the ring. How about an entire four man booth trapped in a shark cage hovering above the ring? <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go. That would for be at great. Least one episode. He'd love that. They can play one. Boomer
0: Soomer while they raise the cage. <laughs> that's, that's
1: right. That's exactly right. JR walks out, waves at the crowd, gets in the cage and it slowly so they just hang him over up. the top. Like. Like insanely slow, like yeah. they get in the full song.
0: But then every time the full right. thing and then every time they bring in the guest, like the fourth guy, which is like every match, they have to lower the cage, put him in, raise it back up again.
1: <laughs> one of my favorite sitcoms of all time is called The IT Crowd. It's available on Netflix and in season two, episode one, maybe the greatest episode of any TV show of all time. Uh, it's called The Workouting there's a situation where a guy who is not crippled in any way is in a stuck in a wheelchair and it's getting raised up on a bus with nothing but people who can't walk and it's just so incredibly slow you're just dying laughing and then they have to, then then ends up they have to lower it back down and they just keep the camera on it for so incredibly long <laughs> it's a work of art and i want it to be exactly like that and then of course you would have like, top flight jumping up and swinging off the cage. Right. Like, coffee cups are hitting the are hitting the <laughs> mat. <laughs> yeah. That would be a dream come true. All right. Now that we've got all that fixed, uh, let's see. Yeah, no LED ramp, which is a real shame. I have to assume. I hope that's coming. Incredibly expensive. Yeah. But there's an LED stage. Right. Um, I don't know if I like the... I, I liked the tunnels. I think the biggest issue with the tunnels was... You had such a clearly defined heel and face entrance. Mm -hmm. You weren't ever guessing about anything.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So maybe that's a good thing. What do you, the new color scheme, by the way, seems really, really basic. Yeah. Just red, red and a light blue. Yeah. And it, and especially since AEW kind of debuted and and stayed with this, that colored powder Mm -hmm. scheme Mm -hmm. for a couple years. With lots of different I don't know. It just uh and also the beginning the logo was the logo was white and gold from the beginning. Yeah. I like that they got rid of the
0: distressed. You know, it used to have that like brushed, like distressed look, you know, where they just take like uh a distressed brush and Photoshop and I like that it's cleaner now and slicker.
1: Um I think the colors on it. I'm just
0: nitpicking. Me too. I think the colors uh I think the colors might be changing because I noticed some of the stuff, some of the previews. I noticed when it's a championship, the background is gold. And when they um, and the, the promo stuff for L.A. has more of like a purple and gold kind of vibe. Like it's so I wonder if they're going to kind of change the colors up as we go.
1: Everybody know. knows L.A.'s true color is purple. Everybody knows that.
0: Oh, yeah. It's the purple and yellow. The Lakers colors, isn't it?
1: <laughs> there, that Well, I wasn't even the thinking that. Noted I was sports
0: just, fan Kevin Ely noticed.
1: <laughs> nice. Ge- well, no, that's good work because I was just laughingly saying that because I thought that wasn't true. <laughs> but no, you nailed it. That's kind of the deal. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to this week's heat index, um, which I love that it's a little supersized again this week. We don't quite have seven. Yeah, we've got an honorable mention.
0: I the, bumped a bunch around this week. So this is kind of all over the place. But my honorable mention this week is the Pacific Northwest.
1: They were on fire.
0: They were awesome.
1: It's almost as if AEW should have been going to places they had not been. Yeah. The whole time instead of going to Dallas. Right. Every week.
0: Yes. Hey, I'm happy they go to Dallas. And at least this, at least this year, they proved they could still go back to Dallas because they had two shows in a week, and it was still one of the best crowds they had. But yeah, yeah, they ran Florida right. out. They, they ran to Texas get out. Yeah, and
1: yeah. they're going and back to Texas like it. next
0: month again. Oh my God, Laredo and El Paso. Well,
1: well that is, I do like that they're going down there. I'm not, I don't see many wrestling companies going down to Laredo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. Oh, I was like, oh, Laredo, that's not too far. I looked it up, 12 hour drive. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Texas is a big far.
0: state. Texas is a large Texas state. Texas is such a big state. Uh, but, yeah, those crowds were awesome. And Seattle seems like a place. And I love, so Seattle, you know, has some major stars from there. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, Darby mm-hmm. Allen, Swerve Strickland, and Aubrey Edwards. They were, Edwards. L- they were
1: l- Aubrey got some really cool spots. Yep. And um, Darby was getting all the love. He was yeah. getting all the love. They were loving Darby Allen. And, and I think he f- he fits in perfectly yeah. with 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 Portland in particular, maybe even a little more than his hometown in Seattle. Yeah, probably. It's got that
0: Antifa vibe, you know. They love exactly. that in Portland. Uh Yeah, they do. We're just all political today. Um uh yeah, yeah, and Seattle's got Defy Wrestling. is like super strong independent there. And I think yeah, and he, he was might still that. be their champion right now. So I like that they're developing. What I'm hoping is that they gave plugs, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, they. One thing I read, uh, I read an article um, like the newspapers there ran an article on AW coming to town and mm-hmm. kind of gave background on all the people who had connections to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And one of the speaking of plugs real quick, let me throw this out here. I loved hearing so many references to Buddy Wayne, mm-hmm. who I am assuming almost everyone listening to this right now used to listen to Buddy Wayne yeah. um, on F4W. Mm-hmm. And I loved those old shows. Yeah, I loved him. he had his own entrance music that he was just playing over a speaker through yep. his phone. <laughs> and um, and I, I hated to hear when he died a few years back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's been one of the, one of the big surprises for me in wrestling is I didn't even know I hadn't I knew he had a son, but I had no idea his son was a teenager now. Yeah. And um I love that we had him at ringside. All this stuff. I think that's the most talk on national television. Yeah. Nationwide TV that Buddy Wayne has ever had. Yeah, on both and shows. I, and I love and I love that. Yeah, on yeah. both shows. They even put it that over a lot that it was me.
0: that it was, you know, they even Worked it into the story of the match of it being like it was mm-hmm. the fundamentals that Buddy Wayne taught him that got Darby
1: yeah. to this match. And then there was somebody else that I didn't realize that Buddy Wayne. Oh, I didn't realize that Buddy Wayne had trained Darby Allen. I had no clue on that. Zero clue.
0: Yeah, that was really cool.
1: Much like right, Brian so, yeah. Alvarez. Yeah. Uh, Brian Alvarez trained the member of TH2 who is now gone. Jack Evans. from a, 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 Yeah, Jack Evans. Exactly. Okay, sorry I keep interrupting. Go no, ahead. No, you're
0: good. All right, uh, I guess move on to number five. Number five, I've got uh, the killer and the pillar, Jamie Hader and Britt Baker. Like I said, I think they are. I think they're up to something with them.
1: I, I really hope so. Yeah, it seems like you're right, though.
0: Yeah, I think so. I, th- I said earlier, I thought that they might be turning them baby face. I don't know if they're actually doing that or not, but I think they're recognizing that the people are behind them, especially Jamie. Yeah. And maybe they're not ready to do that feud yet. So they may as well try to turn both. I noticed this week. I think week, little probably. Thing. Yeah,
1: go ahead. I have, I, I know nothing. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair statement for most of my life, but I have this feeling they had planned on Brit turning on Jamie really much earlier mm-hmm. until they realized they had a legit star on their hands.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if I'm right, I think that's a really good move on AW's part because It's not something they do well. Yeah. Just changing directions. Um, yeah, that that's makes what sense. it feels like. I, I think they didn't realize what they had with Jamie until the fans started reacting and they put the belt on her and realized, Oh wow. She's even better than we thought. She's better yeah. than the fans thought.
0: Yeah, and I think so. And you can tell little things like um, this week when they came out for their tag team match, uh, Britt came out to her music and Jamie came out to hers. Jamie came out second and Jamie got the bigger reaction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So she's at least the equal star Britt Baker, which is saying something. Um,
1: And they kind of had Britt Mm -hmm. leveled down a little bit for long enough. Mm -hmm. Now Jamie does seem... If you if you just tuned in three or four months ago, you would think Jamie Hader is levels above Britt. Yeah, yeah, and that, as a wrestler, she is above. But yeah, not that for sure,
0: for sure. Yeah. That that tag team match uh, against the uh, Renegade sister Renegades, they totally were like baby faces. That was like a total, like. Just super popular team, just you know, the, the it's very similar to Versus watching with nobody, the Black, yeah, the, yeah, right, like the Blackpool Combat Club or something. Yeah.
1: So it was, it was, it was almost like it was a test mm-hmm. to see what kind of reaction they would get if they were going against someone who had no fan base, right? As in, would they naturally get cheered or booed? Right. Because the the team with no fan base could very well be seen as the underdogs and mm-hmm. people get behind them and, and stomp their feet and all that, but that did not happen.
0: It'll be really interesting to see what happens in L.A. I think they'll both be really popular, but will they boo Soraya and Storm? Do they want them to boo Soraya and Storm? I feel like they the, if they're not booed, I feel like they're not going to be cheered as much as Britain. G. No way. Yeah. No way.
1: Yeah. That's going to be really interesting to see this week. I'm yeah. going to try and watch it. I have not been watching it live for a while. I'm going to do everything mm-hmm. I can to watch that live this week. Unfortunately, I always get home from work and then like cop on the internet. Yep. Even though it's just on the internet all day at work. And then, I, you know, working, not goofing off mm-hmm. or watching YouTubes. Um, And then I remember at like six, when I see people tweeting about the show, I was like, <laughs> oh shit, this started a half an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah,
0: because it comes on at six for you, right? You don't get the yeah, you don't six get the it's uh, every, the Pacific feed. It's
1: come on, it's come on at seven for me my whole life. Like all the shows, yeah, my whole life. God intended. at seven. Now exactly, God didn't intend for Mountain Time Zone to exist.
0: No, it's Central at, for a reason. That's exactly that's why right. they call it's it the Central. Be-
1: central, central is the best time zone. It's the key time zone. The time zone around which all others uh, kind of rotate. Right. And now I'm in this nightmare time zone. That's, I, I assume my whole life. There's like four people in mountain. <laughs> yeah. Now there's five. Yep. All right. Number four.
0: Number four. Uh, the acclaimed, but especially Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. They
1: just had quite the epic week. Yes, they did. And on. On Battle of the Belts. Yeah. I just – it hit me how over – now, listen. I'm not going to talk about Jarrett and Lethal. They're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They are the best heels maybe in AEW right now. There's a couple others I'll throw out later. Mm-hmm. The Acclaimed are so damn over. Yeah. Like, they are – They really are. I realized I was upset that I wasn't in the crowd. Everybody had giant scissors. Mm-hmm. Everybody had amazing signs. Um, It was just – there, by the way, somebody had a, a homemade, like a professionally printed T-shirt that said something like, "Uh, they took scissor me daddy ass and made it a little dirtier, this lady. <laughs> and I was really entertained by it. I can't remember now what it said. It's a little it was, dirtier. It, it was a little dirtier and it was fantastic. Um, But my God, even like everything down to like the face off between um. Daddy ass with the guitar mm-hmm. versus Sotnom Singh. I mm-hmm. love every bit of this match. It was all great. So Both good. matches were great. Both matches were great. Yes.
0: The, uh, I kind of nitpicked a little on Wednesday about the finish. Cause I didn't like the dusty finish. I thought, I thought it would have been cool if they had like had a disputed finish mm-hmm. and we're like, we're not going to restart the match, but we're not going to hold up the belts either. We're just going to finish the match on Friday. And it's going to be no holds barred. And, you know, kind of had an unfinished thing instead of, instead of having Jarrett and lethal lose twice, but whatever, that's fine. It would, they were both
1: great. They Um, can lose 20 times in a row. And I don't think anybody's going to stop watching. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because they were so great and they have such a great beef. Like it was great to see the acclaimed in a real feud. Yeah. Like with people that are pissed off at him personal. Like I yeah. love the in the first match, the story just being Jarrett just wants just wants to slap Mascaster's face off. Yeah, you know.
1: And, and the fact that yeah, <laughs> and he made
0: oh it worse God. coming out. <laughs> You're worse than Vince McMahon. Like so many great lines. Uh,
1: Wednesday's lines were brutal.
0: brutal yeah, I didn't write them down. Karen. I can't remember what. So yeah, the Karen. Yeah, calling out Karen. Uh, so
1: good yeah <laughs> it <was> so good
0: <laughs> it's great and then uh and then on Friday Max Castor starts doing Kurt Angles he pulls the he pretends to pull the straps down and puts them in the ankle lock
1: that's right that's uh, right
0: like you know I any, don't
1: know how any, many people noticed that but my God was that great
0: any question anyone has about whether or not Jeff Jarrett um is really pissed about this stuff or he's just an incredible worker it's answered with there like that guy's game for yeah. anything.
1: Absolutely, uh, I think he would. I, I really think you would have to work. I don't know if Vince McMahon could come up with an angle that he wouldn't do. Yeah, and that's saying something. Right. We've had corpses <laughs> despoiled. Yeah. On the air. Right. And uh, and I don't. I think he'd be fine with that. Now,
0: Karen uh, Jarrett might not be cool with it, but one thing I can tell you is Jeff Jarrett is cool with Karen Jarrett not being cool with it.
1: He does not he doesn't care. He's getting paid. Not at all. He's getting that paycheck. This is a little offhand, but the fact that you have you have a young tag team like the acclaimed be as hot as they are. I love the idea of getting them in the ring for an extended period of time with two of the most experienced veterans Mm -hmm. at AEW's disposal. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah, and you know Jeff Jarrett back when he was young, he was one mm-hmm. of the best like young plucky baby faces. Yeah, you know, and and so like having a little bit of Memphis in the Acclaims training is like a, that's a good thing.
1: You couldn't ask for better. Yeah, no, you couldn't. Yeah. Oh, um, like let's see. I think that was. Oh, I see it. I see an interesting note in the no holds barred on Rampage, which is why are they doing tags? Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> they were doing tags. Oh, in a no holds barred where they were fighting all over the crowd, and then I thought, well, clearly it's just so they know which one's legal for the pin.
1: By the way, I mean clearly, clearly, Sotnam doing the choke slam on the referee. Yes. he got that man fifteen feet in the air. Yeah, fifteen feet. Yeah, and then. At the end, when they were doing picture in picture, did you see that they, Max, like everybody, got into their corner of the ring, including Aubrey Edwards. Mm-hmm. Four corners. They all came out, met in the middle with a giant scissor. Punch. Yes,
0: I had in my notes I, Aubrey scissored with the acclaim, and that then I was like, "That's I need to find a better way to phrase that." But
1: <laughs> but she did. But she did, and. Yeah. And to me, that's one of those little things they kind of gave her in front of her regional hometown audience, you know?
0: You know, I've always said, you know, we've always said we'd love to have guests on the show. Yeah. And uh, Aubrey would be phenomenal. I would love to have Aubrey on the show. We talked about that like a year ago. I don't know how to do it. I
1: need to get my computer fixed so it doesn't keep rebooting and then we'll start getting guests. Okay. Because I said we could do that and I'd like. I've even reached out to guests and they've said yes. And I literally forgot. To <laughs> that's right. That's right.
0: <clears throat> we were going to yep. get an attorney's view on uh, the brawl out.
1: Yeah. The former <clears throat> host of five-star wrestling on F4W, Mike Coughlin. That's right. He immediately agreed. Then I'd never replied to the man <laughs> ever because I'm great at my job. Yep. Okay. Number three.
0: Number three. This is kind of a hodgepodge of people, but, um, Moxley and Danielson being the common element between them all. I feel like uh, the Moxley hangman feud is just going strong. And I feel like Brian Danielson's back on track for the first time in a long time, long time. And boy, was he back on track. I watched that match with Tony Nese again tonight, mm-hmm. but this time I like, I kind of number one, I was completely out of it. Cause I stayed up all night watching Wrestle kingdom last week and, you know, was <laughs> yeah. on, no sleep but then tonight I watched it with my headphones as opposed to just mm-hmm. having it on in the house and mm-hmm. man, that crowd was crazy for him. Crazy for him. It was they like it was 2014 it. all over again. Yeah. It was amazing. And even,
1: even during the, uh, the top flight match, like they were losing their minds yeah. with the, anytime they got to do the yes chant. Yeah. Any chance they got
0: so fun. It was a great match. I was worried. I was a little worried that Brian Danielson and Tony Nese were going to have like a two commercial break exhibition of great professional wrestling that was going to be really not what you want. But instead, he just went out not there and kicked it. his head in, <laughs> you know, just did all the spots, just did exactly what you wouldn't think Brian Danielson would do, called to call yeah. attention to himself and then called out the champ and then made jokes about human suitors.
1: That human suitor thing was fantastic. (laughs) And it felt like it was heavily inspired by what we do in the shadows, but who knows? Yeah. Um, But I was all about the (laughs) the human suitors. (laughs) And the thing is, I'd completely forgotten about that. Completely forgotten. Um, But that was great. And I just watched that show yesterday, by the way, if that tells you how much sleep I've gotten lately. Um, The top flight match was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah.
0: That was one of those and, things uh, where I, I was super into it. I loved it. I loved what it did for Top Flight. I loved seeing Top Flight get a little... Mm-hmm. You know, they even kind of hinted uh, at the end a little bit like, okay, these guys, you know, like maybe your BCC material or something, you know, the way they used to yeah. with Yuda. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know if there's something there or not, but that was... I really liked getting to see that. On the other hand... This is kind of get into a little tangent, but um, uh, when during the Ricky Starks thing, when he had, he had his match with Jericho, we could talk about that in a little bit. But mm-hmm. when uh, Ricky Starks had his Jericho match, and then the entire JAS comes down to beat him down, and Action Freddy yeah. came out to save him, like that was great. But I also kind of wanted to see Top Flight out there with him. Like, because they've yeah. already built up a thing with Top Flight and uh, 2.0 from the ROH show. Right. They were like brawling through the crowd. They couldn't stand each other so much. And it just makes yeah. sense for me to have like Ricky Stark and, and this band of upstart pro wrestlers, you know. Um, so on one hand, I love what they did with Top Flight in the last few weeks with, and with the mm-hmm. Black Pole Combat Club. On the other hand, I kind of want them to get into a feud uh, for real, that's not against another baby face.
1: Yeah. Which by the way, two things, two things I want to throw out real quick. All right. Number one, I meant to mention this in the acclaimed part of the heat index. Okay. JR threw out a little note. Oh, yeah. That I that I Googled. And that is that Max Castor's dad was six foot five and played 13 seasons at tight end in the NFL. Because JR said his dad was, you know, one of the top top tight ends in the NFL history. And I'd never heard of him. So I looked it up in 13 seasons. I believe he played for the Jets. That's really significant, especially in the era he played in when helmets and padding w- weren't quite where they are today. And also there weren't quite as many rules to protect people. Mm-hmm. Um imagine if Max Castor was 6'5. Yeah. He would be, he'd probably be head of the table right now, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I want to get that out. And then, um, have you heard there is, do you know about the AEW team that competed in, ba- in last night's Battle of Los Angeles?
0: Yes. I've seen the photos and the videos.
1: Yeah. We had the JAS, the entire mass. JAS, the entire JAS. Um, beating down some indie indie geeks in battle of Los Angeles. And uh that was really, really unexpected. And of course, last year the winner was Daniel Garcia. That's right. Our boy Danny. And this year, well deserved speedball Mike Bailey beat Takeshta. Yeah Mike Bailey. Really, Mike Bailey's had a really great year and uh really excited he got the win although I would have loved Takeshta as well feel like mike bailey he kind of needs it i feel like to get it to break through and get into the one of the one of the big organizations even though he's an impact right
0: I, now i've got to say I've not not, i have not seen enough speedball bailey i've not seen enough oh, man I've, I've only seen a little bit but yeah they and uh also don callus was at uh bola uh scouting oh i didn't know that scouting to continuing that story of him
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah,
0: so it'll be really interesting to see if any of that shows up tomorrow. I mean, uh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I, I hope we get something from it. I don't. I doubt we will since Takeshita didn't win, and I have a feeling Takeshita probably didn't win because he has a a contract right now with, you know, a major company in AEW. Right. Um. All right. What is coming up next? Where are we in the heat index? Uh, number
0: two. Number two. Darby. Darby Allen, Seattle Zone. This is such such a good week for Darby. Boy, they got him jump started again. That and it I mean,
1: didn't take two weeks. No, it was really one week.
0: Yeah, one week, one sting promo. Yeah, and then and then he just, he just comes out there and you know Samoa Joe and Darby Allen is such a great matchup of two people.
1: I might never get tired of that. I might never get tired of it. We last, so I think
0: it was uh, the week. Oh yeah, it was. It was the one of the week. The week that you, the one week you have missed of the of the boom when uh, mm-hmm. when Jeff Hawkins filled in and we they were doing a Smojo Darby Allen match. We both said, you know, what I want to see is where he does that like casual walk off spot when Darby's doing the missile dive, and they totally uh-huh. did it. They did it. And Samoa Joe just, you know, crushed Darby. And somehow they got it back where, you know, it was not um, weird for Darby to just come back and and have this huge win. I love that they like we brought him up earlier, but like by having Buddy Wayne at ringside, not Buddy Wayne, sorry, Nick, Nick Wayne. Wayne, Nick yeah. Wayne uh, at ringside. And he gets roughed up a little bit by Samoa Joe. Yeah. They even brought up that he had a futures contract when he got out of. Uh, high yeah. school
1: um, Yeah, it was just cool A lot of it Think about how much more advanced Nick Wayne is in his career At 17 years old Yeah Than I am in my 40s <laughs> right? He's going straight from high school To an AEW television contract Yeah, pretty much Come on
0: Yeah, I know
1: Ugh. What have I yep. been doing in the last 30 years?
0: <sighs> Not going to Buddy Wayne's school. We should have all signed Buddy up Wayne's in two thousand five when he was when he was two years old.
1: Oh my god, you're right. Like that's the era I was listening to Buddy Wayne. He's like oh five oh seven.
0: Yeah, and and he's like, and I do remember like his toddler kid being
1: really young now. Yeah. yeah, he was a toddler. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Now he's like a young yeah. Osprey.
1: I should have just put on my smock. Yeah, <laughs> and my and uh, you know got yep. my my uh, my name legally changed to Mark Doctor M D mm-hmm. and headed out to Seattle. That's yep. what I should
0: have done at the very I least. Live probably it. have a show on the Wrestling Observer now.
1: You know what? After WrestleMania thirty, the next morning, Brian Alvarez hit me up to co-host, um, to co-host the show with him, and as partially as a way of thanking me for apparently saving his life. No. And, uh, but I couldn't because I had to check out of my Airbnb at that exact same time. Like I was going to meet the person they were going to do an inspection and I couldn't. And, uh, I often think back, my God, yeah, how much earlier in life I could have been ran out of the podcast industry. <laughs> if I would have just said bucket and, and, and yeah. went to that, went to Brian's hotel room. Yep. That's, that didn't sound right nice. at all. It yeah. sounded horrible. <laughs> My God. They could have taken a dark God turn. What would have, God knows what would have happened yeah. if I'd entered that room. Now I don't know. Now you're stuck okay, here with me. So, that's right. Nowhere I'd rather be. Um,
0: what did you think of the Mike Bennett match? Did you watch the Mike Bennett match?
1: I did. <laughs> I, I fell asleep numerous times during it. Yeah. And then I kept waking up and thinking... This is still happening, yeah. Why, like, it (laughs) was it seemed to go for me 45 minutes, yeah. How was it though? How, if you, you, I am assuming, were not falling asleep during that match, no, was it a good match? It was, it was fine. I mean, and I'm sick of Rampage being a bunch of fine matches, yeah. It, It stars wrestling, nobodies, and Mike Bennett's not a nobody, right. I get that um, it's
0: like, it's like Portland. You want Darby to come out and having him, having him have a match and you weren't going to do like, you know,
1: Darby should have had a match against like the unnamed tattoo guy. Right. You know what I mean? Like a big dude. Yeah.
0: And it's like Mike, not like, yeah, it's like the kingdom's big enough to where they're too big for that kind of match. Uh, it could have been like a, I don't know, one of those big dudes from ring of honor or. Brian cage or, you know, yeah,
1: somebody, yeah. but by the way, the bear country me. guys. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they're no longer called bear. Oh, that's right. What are they called? They're like the iron warriors. Yeah. Or something. Ah, bear country. I think bear they country still have their name. bear names really is. Um, and it probably would have been over huge in Seattle, the Seattle, Portland air area. Yeah. For various reasons. Um, yeah,
0: they should have had that. Or or even do like a Sting and Darby match. Like a tag team squash yeah. of somebody. That would have been Absolutely.
1: fun. People but, would have lost their
0: minds to have seen would yeah. Now, did you sleep through the uh, drop kick off the top turnbuckle to the chair? Did you see that? I think I did. Okay. I don't think I so saw there was So there's a part where Mike Mike Bennett's outside. Darby unfolds a chair, sets him in the chair. So he's sitting in a chair at ringside. Okay. Then Darby climbs up to the top rope and jumps off the corner post mm-hmm. and does a drop kick to Mike's face in the chair, knocking him out of the chair. It was pretty oh great. God. And I don't know why that's him sitting in a chair made it that much more impressive. But the, <laughs> I the, did the two foot difference in
1: the drop was what I did see was Maria try and keep Darby from doing the coffin drop yeah and eventually Darby's like, I'm doing it anyway yeah and she runs away
0: I did like that yeah once, she runs once, runs away, once he I called like her bluff that. she she bailed I did yeah. like that
1: but yeah no it was just I would have preferred to see him against anybody else he's yeah. got so much heat behind him at that moment mm-hmm. or at least a single against right yeah you put him against uh, somebody who we have not seen win a match mm-hmm. on dynamite or rampage maybe ever yeah ever and there's so many other people it also is like the most
0: generic look with the most generic name
1: he has the most generic name yeah like and it didn't hit me until that match where i thought mike bennett just sounds like a guy who's running for school board right (laughs) you know not even congress school board he's
0: more like the dad than the dad than dan the dad that indie wrestler
1: absolutely and I, I've still not yet seen Dan the dad wrestle, but I've been aware of him for about a year now. He's pretty good. Well,
0: I saw a tag team match I've between seen him on uh, YouTube. Yeah. A, a tag team between um, Dan, the dad and uh, the man scout. That was a uh, pretty good The man yeah. scout. That was a good team. I think
1: I saw that one on YouTube. Um, okay. There's something I wanted to bring up here and I can't remember what it was now. Um, and it had to do, ah, we'll get to it after the heat index. Yeah. Let's see. Yep. I love you putting the notes. Mike was so generic. Mike was so 100%. generic.
0: Didn't even punctuate it.
1: <laughs> no, there's no need. He can't, you would fall. If you would have stayed for that extra period. No, you probably would have fallen asleep. Same right. as
0: was me. Cause that would have implied some
1: sort of uh, emotion
0: about it. Some sort yeah. of definitive. No, feeling. there was
1: none. No. And think about that. As hot as Darby was. Yeah. Mike Bennett, was like a black hole of charisma. <laughs> it sucked all the interest out of that match. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Even with Maria there, I couldn't get in, invested in that. Yeah, too bad. Um, okay. Number 1.
0: Number 1. I felt a little weird about this, but I figured it's it's still but I can't deny it. Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world this week, so he's got to be number 1.
1: Absolutely. Doesn't matter where he had his match. He yep. is an AEW original. This counts. One of the greatest matches of all time. He, Easily top five. Number two is debatable.
0: Yeah, it is weird how much bigger, larger than life superstar he seems when he's in New Japan than when he's in America.
1: My buddy was lighting me up about this today, and he's like, Kenny is the biggest star in the world in new Japan mm-hmm. and he's not an AW yeah. and that's Tony Khan's fault. That was, that was his take. And my take was Kenny can be the biggest star in the world and have the best, best matches in the world when he's only in new Japan on occasion, but yeah. an AEW is there every week. Yeah. And he had his year as the title collector and the best bout machine in AEW. Right. But even when he's not, he went and had the best tag match ever as tag team champion. Right, and now they have like AEW. I think has done a really good job of taking people out of the singles world when it doesn't fit. You can't have you can't have MJF saying he's the best in the world when he might face Kenny Omega any day there. Right, and so that's why they have Kenny in, in the trios picture right now, and he will have if he hasn't already the best trios match of all time just like he had the best tag match of all time. And I don't just don't think you can make a star that big based on his wrestling talent when he's there every week. I think that would be really dangerous and it wouldn't work. And also, New Japan is a place where you can you can be that level of star based purely on your wrestling talent, although Kenny clearly has major charisma over there mm-hmm. speaking japan Japanese like a freaking boss yep um I don't think Kenny has that level of charisma in America I don't think he does I think yeah, yeah I think there's something about
0: him being um you know what's you know what a kind of it's not the same thing but just because it's timely, it reminds me of when the great muda came to America mm-hmm. there was there was it's not just that he's from a different country, but he just has a, he just had a different type of charisma than now, you know, and Keiji Muto was every bit of a star in Japan as he was here, but there, but he was like, people were in awe of him in America yeah, because he had this almost otherworldly presence and that's almost what Kenny Omega you know, is like in Japan. It's this, you know, he, he, the, Yeah.
1: There's a little bit of Takeshita there. Yeah. Takeshita's not cut in killer promos. Yeah. Takeshita any charisma we're seeing is created in the ring by his wrestling. Right. Right. It's a similar it's a similar situation to Muda. Um but there's a thing too yeah. with
0: uh, Kenny Omega just he's you know he's such a fan of like anime and like Final Fantasy and those kinds of things that I think the he general wrestling yeah plays better in Japan so when he comes out to the Final Fantasy song And, you know, references the one we'd angle angel character from the video game. I can't remember the name of, you know, or what the character's name is. But like there's a flair for drama that he has in Japan or that they present him with that he just doesn't do when he's here in America. And I think if they played it up like that, he would be that big. But but like you said, they wouldn't be able to do it every week.
1: No. And some of the things that he does Like his, I don't know, good night and good luck or whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. This comes off as geeky to me. I hate it. I hate it. And there's a lot of things like that about Kenny that I'm not really big on. Right. I'm big on his wrestling. Right. And the thing is, that guy might come off like a little bit of a geek to me. Yeah. But, well, yeah. That superstar material in Japan. Right. But it's
0: like... uh... You know, Minoru Suzuki, you know, his greatest entrance, you know, when people come in and they all sing the song Mm "Kazaninara," which means I think it means I am like the wind. Like, imagine if someone came in, you know, every week and then every week he expected you to shout, I am like the wind.
1: Like, we don't be like, what exactly, (laughs) you know, literally the only theme song. And there's some great ones. But then I guess then again, I just sing that level. Yeah.
0: I just sang yeah. my heart out Jerichos. to uh yeah Judas in my mind which is the dumb yeah. lyric too but <laughs> those lyrics are so dumb but they are they are fun to sing.
1: It's it's, it's mean, crazy the to song's me. Songs a hit.
0: We're bouncing all over the place right now but I I, I love yeah. that that a PWG crowd sang Judas at the top of their lungs. Like that the, tells you
1: how over that song
0: the, is. Yeah, the most insider hipster gatekeeper crowd in the world although yeah. i'm sure they wouldn't say they're gatekeepers but like the the hipsterist to the hipster wrestling fans yeah we're shouting judas they were they were all in they were they
1: all were in all in yeah that's that is our version of um cousin in our yeah it's our version mm-hmm. it's the it's the american version of that song and uh, like you said, the lyrics aren't that far off of I'm um, like the wind. Yep. Well, no, Kenny had a great week. Kenny had a great week. And now we're finally next week going to get, thank Christ, <laughs> we are going to get the end yes. of the third 30-match right. feud between Death Triangle and the Elite.
0: Pick, who do you pick? In LA, it's got oh, to be the 100%. Buc- yeah, 100%. Elite. 100%. That's, that's kind of a dumb question. I mean, yeah, you're not going to have the Bucks in
1: LA. Oh my God. They're
0: going to wear their California not. pants. It's going to be, yeah.
1: It's and it's funny because if this were WWE, you would know the Bucks were going to lose in LA, right? 100%. Right. And may have to literally put their faces in Vince McMahon's ass cheeks, right? You know, most likely probably
0: lose by playing like Will Osprey's music and then being distracted and, (laughs) you know, falling (laughs) off the ladder. I just hope they survive. I, I, you know, Kenny has been insane the last week. He did that crazy spot last week. He did that crazy match this week. Right. Nearly broke his face last Wednesday. Yeah. And you know that he's not going to be like, you know, I've had a rough couple of days. Let's take it easy.
1: Yeah, there's no. no way. No. That was never going to happen, and it's not going to happen on Wednesday. No. Um, let's see. So, a couple things I wanted to talk about from this week. One thing um, I had, but we'd, we'd,
0: we'll get to. You don't have to get to it now, mm-hmm. but uh, we kind of skipped over uh, Moxie and Paige, so we want to
1: get back to that at some point. Oh, yeah. Let's hop back up to that right now. They are going to fight at some point, <laughs> most likely on Wednesday. <laughs> They're going to have a fight. And and I'm going to enjoy it very, very much. What did you think of their
0: uh, confrontations? You got a thing going on there? What's?
1: I got a haircut today. And for some reason. Your haircuts like, always got make really, you very
0: self-conscious.
1: They do. Everything makes me self-conscious, to be honest. Um, but I've got really bad lighting right now. As you can tell, not just my my hair is orange. Everything's orange. And it's created this shadow on my cheek. And I keep looking at it because it looks to me like I got cut with a straight razor. In fact, now I'm con- now I'm convinced I have like three straight razor cuts, as you can see. Like a, I, you're like a I'm 90s serial killer. <laughs> Man, listen, I am so excited for Adam Page versus John Moxley, Kevin. Um, and again, I would love to see both of them wrestle heels. But right now they're the best thing going for each other. Yeah. Moxley's been extra kind of wild lately. Mm-hmm. I love him jumping over the top rope, landing on people, and immediately flipping them off. It reminds <laughs> me of Nate Diaz having a dude in a triangle choke, right. Flipping him off yep. with the double bird. Um I'm lo- I'm really just enjoying the heck out of it right now. And I can't and I uh I hope it's not done with this next match, and I rarely say that. I always want AEW to move faster to get yeah. to the culmination of storylines but this one's hot enough there where i'm hoping this one makes it to uh, the next pay-per-view
0: yeah i hope so that's what i'm thinking I, I bet they'll do a match here then set up a rematch at revolution which i'm going to really like
1: yeah which makes me think adam page will probably win this one yeah to set up a rubber match at revolution
0: yeah i love the idea of uh of um hangman just knocking them out yeah, and having to be helped way, out. Yeah,
1: Hangman not fully cleared yet. We're still waiting on word. No,
0: they did that last on, during rampage. Oh, they on, had a, on
1: rampage. He I, did not
0: say I it. Well. I heard This something. is my one criticism of this: is Hangman does not explain himself well. No, he he talks around things in a way that doesn't. But he did say on Friday that he was kind cleared.
1: of a millennial thing.
0: Yeah, it is kind of a millennial thing. Kind of a millennial. Yeah.
1: No, I heard that, and I wasn't sure what that was. I literally like I was. Coming out of sleep also. Yeah. And also it was poorly said. So I'm like, wait, what was that? They should have. Just reminding us. I thought he was reminding us. Right. That um, I'm the worst podcaster ever. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I was half asleep for this. I felt like they were reminding us that we didn't know yet. We wouldn't know until Wednesday.
0: Well, I think what they should have done was. So Wednesday, he said, I'm not cleared. But he said, if I don't, basically, if I don't get hit in the head, I'll be cleared next week, which is not what doctors do. But no, what he should have said was, um, I'm not cleared today. I have an appointment with like my neurologist back home in Virginia tomorrow Mm -hmm. and we'll have news on rampage. Yeah. And then on rampage, make like a video, like a, like he sent a phone video or something, where it's like he flew home. So I liked how they did the thing of like, if you, if you attack him now, you're not getting as your match because yeah. he won't be cleared. So like that, like left, that pent up energy it, they had, where they wanted to hit each other himself. so bad.
1: Yeah. He, you saw that internal struggle yeah. to not hit him. Yeah. I like
0: that. So they could have still had that. But if he just said tomorrow, I'm going to see my doctor and get the official word. And if I get it, we're on for Wednesday. And then on Rampage they have like a phone video from him where he's flown home and he's like, Mox, I'll see if you know, I'll see in LA I got cleared and they make a big deal about it, you know. But the way they just kinda of sort of talked around it so much, it was like confusing, I think.
1: Yeah, not not the best job by hangman on that one since But you, yeah, you know, he's had a head know. injury, what are you gonna do? You give him yeah, if gracious. you can't remember your son's name, how are you going to remember how to? <laughs> right, you right got to remember robot? the script. Oh my god, which is never easy. Yeah, as WWE demonstrates all the time. All right, so uh, we had Pero Pellegroso beat a dude with a mask. Yep, who had a mask. Um, we talked before the show about how this was like a six-month build. For Mm -hmm. the unmasking of Preston Vance. Yeah. And then you just change his name to where anybody that missed that one episode. Right. They don't know who this guy is because they've never seen him unmasked. Mm -hmm. And now he has a different name. This is some garbage. Yeah. This feels like straight garbage. Yeah, that's pretty lame. Again, you had a little tiny bit of momentum Mm -hmm. and you lost it, Mm -hmm. Um, which, by the way, Wardlow sure's lost it. Wardlow's got nothing right now. Oh, he's gone. Nothing.
0: Yeah, they'll he'll. I think I think what they decided with him was like, let's just take him off TV for a while.
1: What if? What if they told him, if you don't stop saying Wardlow's world, we're, we're going to take you off TV. <laughs> and he refused to stop <laughs> saying because like, well, well, he knows well, that's well. the money. Wardlow's yeah. world, yeah. and he yeah, got <laughs> He it. just can't, help He himself. can't stop himself. Because he just knows that's that's the key to millions. Yep. Oh man. Yep. All right. Let's talk about Jade. Let's talk I about it. I've to say about
0: this one. Jade had all right, start us out. two episodes this week. So first of all, this baddies situation. What the heck?
1: I brought it up last week. Like, first of all, we had we had Red Velvet, who I was sure had gotten kicked out of the baddies long ago yeah is all of a sudden a baddie again maybe she was always baddie who the hell knows so she abandons jade does she catches jade's arm last right
0: prevents her from striking her her legal opponent
1: yes and then she's back in the corner as a baddie oh by the way she also left early. Yes, in that match to not have to face Jade. Right, and then this week she's just
0: she's just out there as her partner, a
1: baddie again, which makes me think she is almost as stupid as Or Jade is almost as stupid as um oh who was it oh my god I had the name and I just blanked Swerve. There's a number Keith Lee as Keith Lee. And a number of other people that this yeah. sort of thing keeps happening to. Yeah. Because in AEW, faces are stupid people. Yeah. Which is never a good thing, but they just keep keep making these faces dumber and dumber, and dumber. Even though Jade's not a face, she's a superstar, but she's a <laughs> dumb superstar. She's really, so dumb really she might be superstar. a dumb <laughs> superstar. Yeah.
0: Might as well make her a face right now. She's so stupid. Yeah. The whole thing's a mess. So, like, let's see. <clears throat> yeah. So they beat kira right in the mm-hmm. tag match so sky blue doesn't have anything to do with the finish but somehow she gets a title shot out of it yep and then red velvet walks off but last week but now is her partner again but then just does the exact same thing she did before yeah and still yeah. doesn't say anything or even show any personality even though red velvet like has a lot of personality yeah and then i more but then we get to the singles match, and you know my my, Which my I really pick enjoyed. for Sky Blue being TBS champion a year from now. I thought it for a second be. we were like Tony was listening again, <laughs> and was like, you know what? I'm gonna make this guy's dreams come true. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know crown her lonely? on the first show of January, and she's gonna hold the belt for a year. But it didn't
1: happen all year long. All year long. The only reason I didn't think that was gonna happen was. I don't think they, 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 they have Jade's first loss on Rampage.
0: <laughs> the Sky Blue on Rampage before. Yeah,
1: exactly. Or, or, or was it Rampage
0: or Battle of the Belts? It's the same show, pretty much. Battle okay.
1: of the, belts. Battle of the belts. I mean, listen, few, I guarantee you, I've not seen any ratings yet. Fewer people watch Battle of the Belts than Rampage, guaranteed.
0: That's true. Um, but more people watch Battle of the Belts than the last
1: Battle of the Belts, I believe. That's good. That's solid. Oh yeah, we can pull up the ratings real quick. Let's see what they're looking like. Let's see. Um so actual ratings. I really liked it. Um let me see. Let's see, Friday. All right. Let's go control T N T. Oh. Okay. Oh wow.
0: 409 thousand for Battle of the Belts. And the previous one was three seventeen, so it did a lot better.
1: That's way better. Okay, Rampage did five fifty one, Battle of Belts did four oh nine. So yeah, fewer people watched. Yeah, but it's yeah, like 20% way better drop. than last time. Yeah. I like that it's live Even though it's late at night Everybody's going to DVR it anyway 300,000 extra people are going to watch mm-hmm. I really like the match There were definitely some clunky moments Such definitely. as a, a move that was clearly missed And they just replayed it live yeah. in the ring They <laughs> yeah. just ran it right back yeah. you, And then got it pulled off You saw them at their somewhat. best
0: and their worst in the same match
1: Yeah but The, the, but, but the segment that ended the match yeah.
0: Was phenomenal Fantastic That was like highlight reel for Jade, yeah, the and yeah. and uh, Sky Blue pulled off that really cool Code Blue Code Red move she does. That's like a rolling Code Blue out of nowhere kind of move. Yeah, that was she really had, cool. I
1: I was talking to my friend earlier about how ten years ago Battle of Los Angeles was stacked. It was just monsters, future world champions, and how now outside of Takeshita, Mike Bailey. And there was, and make Bandito. Mm -hmm. There weren't that many like future stars. Mm -hmm. And I think the issue is 10 years ago, if you weren't signed to WWE, you were on the Indies. Yeah. And now all the people that would be on Bola are all in AW. Um, Sky Blue is an example of somebody who might have been on that show. She's like 23 or 24. And she's getting significantly She is so much better than she was a year ago um, Your Daniel Garcia's Your Wheeler Yudas um, Would have been on Bola, they wouldn't have been in AEW And they and Daniel Garcia got to Compete again mm-hmm. this year as well mm-hmm. um, But all That future generation is in AEW right now, top flight There's so many, mm-hmm. maybe Even Action Andretti, who knows yet Yeah. Um, but Yes, Sky Blue is still green she is so much less green than she was a year ago and i was really i was impressed with some of the things she pulled off some of the selling she did yes there were mistakes there are always mistakes in her matches but were she is better than anna jay i'll argue that she the day is, i died
0: i totally agree with that she's better than anna jay i, I think and in anna. almost every way she she's still a blank slate on her face mm-hmm. like Anna j yeah. has more personality but the problem That's with true. Anna Jay is her she always seems to be showing the wrong emotion, if that makes sense, like
1: and she to me, she always seems like she's acting, and oh, I know from this that promo one, they did that for one the pro- street fight
0: where she's like, oh I, God, I wrapped my arm in barbed wire and I choked him out,
1: like she just so like, bad. yeah, so bad, yeah, and that and again, it's only the one promo, it was the tiny little one line mm-hmm. promo, yeah. The sky blue did about a month ago, maybe two months ago. It was so natural. It was it was so well done. And again, that's one line. We haven't seen that again, right? But it was so good at that at that point in time. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Let's see where. Wait. Did I just? Sh- yeah. Close mother window. Orange Cassidy and Kip. I'm really liking Kip Sabian right now.
0: I kind of am too. I like this. I like this uh, group of um, Kip, Bunny, uh, Penelope, and the Butcher and the Blade. And
1: Butcher and the Blade. Yeah. yeah. That's a good um, group. Who would have thought that this exact same group would be so much better under Kip Sabian Yes, <laughs> than Matt Hardy? <laughs> or Friday, Right. Yeah. Um, like... Kip's look is working well. His whole personality is working well. Um, even things that I don't think were necessarily meant to be on camera, like him singing zombie. Yes. Uh, to orange while they yeah. laid out kind of outside the ring. Yeah. I love that. Um, I like the evil Matt. I love the evil guy playing some mind games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but you know, not quite, he doesn't have 18 people around him. He's got four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really digging it right now. And I like that match a lot. Yeah. Way more than I thought I would. I really thought he was going to win. I did too. I really did think he was going to win. I I think he should have won. I think he should have won. Near the end of the match, it hit me. With all the talk they've made about best friends not being at ringside. Mm -hmm. I knew they were going to come out for the save later. Yeah. They just gave that away. Yeah. I do think he probably should have won. I think this is one of those situations where he's more over than they realize mm-hmm. right now, but I'm guessing he's not letting this go this easily. We'll see. Yeah. Um I like, I like all Atlantic as a title that can change hands a little more frequently than the mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. And he's a British guy who can then yeah. kind of do what was being done before, which is defended all over it around.
0: The world. Yeah. I like that it's yeah. the belt that can kind of disappear for a bit. And you hear about it being defended mm-hmm. around the world.
1: And they every time Pac defended it, they showed it. They, they showed a little clip, right? Which I really like.
0: Yeah, then that'd be a great way to get um, Kip over more. It would be showing him beating yeah. people around the world.
1: What percent chance between zero and a hundred do you think there is of AEW showing a clip of either Cody or FTR? Not Cody, Kenny or FTR on Dynamite on Wednesday.
0: I I. I'm willing to think they're not going to show anything,
1: but I would. It's real low. I would, I would 2%. Yeah. Like a chance, probably not five. I think five. If it's either.
0: I think if you see anything, you might see footage of FTR losing. Yeah. Because that's could play into storyline. What I would like to see is them show a highlight package. Like even if it's just 15 seconds of clips, as they're talking of Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay from that match just to show, I mean, like, for instance, why he's going to have a black eye in that yeah. match, you know, just show like he's coming in. He just had one of the greatest matches ever in Japan. And that's the kind of match that takes years off of your career. And let's see if now yeah, and now he's got to go into walking this. Into,
1: he's yeah. walking right into Escalera del Muerte. That's right. Has anybody ever done that before? Right.
0: And Probably he's half not. Muerte already.
1: That's exactly correct. <laughs> yeah, that's oh,
0: what man. they should. And yeah, they should we? If they do FDR, they should show like a highlight package. Here's them losing the R Waste titles. Here's them losing the AAA titles. Here's them losing uh, the New Japan titles and losing yeah. to the um, acclaimed and the guns.
1: that's depressing just thinking about, but I know it's leading somewhere. I know it's leading to something. Okay. Before we talk about next week, let's talk about should have been on dynamite.
0: Should have been on dynamite. Oh, well, the Tokyo package, I think we the highlight be. package. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I think people might enjoy is on elevation this week. Uh, Claudio had a match with Josh Woods, which was kind of a cool counterpart mm-hmm. to Brian Danielson having a match with Tony Nese
1: yeah i like that a lot um, again everybody's loving josh woods right now not to the extent they love the acclaim but yeah. everybody's kind of into josh woods and, and that's i think it, they had a little it. bit
0: of a banger there in seattle and i think that you know that's that's one well, to watch i know on what the i'm watching shows. there's a brian as as pillman show that i've only heard about that i think was exactly. last week on elevation i haven't gone back to look at it um but i need to i need to, to are they saying it. he had a good promo uh, Jeff Hawkins claims it's the promo of his life that he uh, had a match with um, uh, Brock Anderson and Arne Anderson. And I can't okay. remember if he teamed with them or whatever, but it was a promo where he basically went to Arn Anderson and was like, my career's in the dumpster. I'm lost in life. I have no, I have no idea what I'm doing with myself anymore. Can you save me to Arn Anderson? And so... Kind of like building up the idea that 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 Brian Pillman is going to come under Arn Anderson's wing, and maybe there's going to be like this second generation NWA kind of stable form. Brian and
1: Brock would be a nice little tag. Yeah,
0: I think that could be really interesting. That probably just still be on Um, dark, but you know.
1: Speaking of Arn, Mm -hmm. there was a promo this week on television that I was certain was about Arn Anderson, and it ended up being about Eddie Kingston. They're talking about a man who, a gun in his <laughs> who carried a gun in his pocket all the pocket. time. That's right. I'm like, are they bringing this this thing yeah. dark and elevation? Instead, he's referring to some crazy- It was Eddie.
0: It right. was Eddie Kingston. But it's probably some true like story from some dumb thing yeah. that happened while they were in Shikara or something.
1: Exactly. Oh my God, I was so excited. Arn was about to be back. And then it just, <laughs> the rug was pulled out from under me. So I'm excited to see we're getting Arn back. Yeah. You know, on dark and you elevation. know, that,
0: that Arn gun thing. promo was originally, it was about um, Malachi Black. That promo is about Cody talking see? about, like, you're not willing to do the things I'm willing to do with this guy.
1: How dare. And again, if they had someone in this position, they would have been like, uh, yeah. Last time there was a gun promo, yeah. Arn Anderson, so. And he was talking about you <laughs> Yeah he was talking about killing you Shooting you yep. In the face um, So let's talk let, Let's jump ahead okay. To the best thing that happened in wrestling this week That is not Anything to do with New Japan Nothing to do with Bola The fact that we now have a tag team Called Jungle Hook That is fantastic Yeah
0: One time um, only they say Oh really? Yeah, that's how they were promoting. I don't think that's it. One true. one night only, Jungle Hook.
1: One night only. Oh man.
0: This is the night for them to make that switch from the uh uh Tarzan song to uh Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N'
1: Roses yeah. in the LA Ooh, Forum. That'd be great if they LA band be great if they did that. Listen, they could have Slash could come in and play it. Oh stop, stop, you're getting me excited. I mean, oh my god, yeah. One time only, one night only. Ticket price covers the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> Get ready. By the way, this could be a pay per view right here Jungle Hook versus versus Bill, Bill, whatever, Bill yep. W., and Lee Moriarty. Yep. Then we've got Brian Danielson versus Takeshita. And mm-hmm. in, uh, in of course, the latest MJF.
0: Yes, labors of MJF thing. thing.
1: Yes, the Labors of MJF. Then Hangman versus Moxley, yep. which is a pay-per-view main main event. Britt and Jamie versus Soraya and someone. Yep. That's a big match. And then the finals of the best of seven between the Elite and Death Triangle. This is a huge show. Yeah, with room for more. With room for more. Um. By the way, didn't think I'd see... Dan Housen attacking Butcher and the Blade this week. Yeah. We, we got
0: it. <laughs> he's he's showing some spunk.
1: Yeah, he is. Um, then on a Rampage this week, Kings of the Black Throne versus Ortiz and Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. And um, God help us all. Yeah. TJ versus Ruby Soho, Willow Nightingale in a street fight. That's right. Which, of course, they will be. They'll be uh, Anna Jay's go-to barbed wire, I'm sure.
0: Right. Yeah. Remember the last I, time they had a street fight? It was a bloody mess.
1: Yeah. I'll say this. I'm, uh, very smart they're putting this on Rampage. Mm-hmm. So they can have a number of days Yeah. for a team of editors to be devoted to nothing but this match. Right.
0: Maybe they'll just splice in clips from the... Uh... Bunny and Penelope match.
1: <laughs> like, wait, did I just yeah. see? Did I just see Britt Baker's face, a <laughs> bloody mask, yeah. just then? What was that? Yeah, they, they better not hurt my Willow Nightingale.
0: Oh my god! I just don't. Like I do imagine the fans see will willow a, I don't want to see Willow in a death match. I mean, I
1: think Willow. If it's like street fight. They're smart. If they're smart, it'll be a thing where everyone else is getting bloody. Yeah. But Willow is just narrowly avoiding right. things. They're just like being throwing sweet. trash
0: cans at her and they just keep missing because she's like distracted yeah. by waving at someone in the crowd.
1: And I think the fans would eat that up. That would right be now, amazing. If she bleeds. That would if she actually bleeds, be bleeds. The fans are gonna be upset. Yeah. yeah.
0: The three of them are all like in like FMW and Willow just comes out just clean as a whistle. That'd be amazing.
1: Yeah. Like somebody's about to throw a, a uh, like somebody's about to bash her with a pane of glass. Yeah. But she bends over to pick up a trash can, and they miss her completely <laughs> and hit their teammate. Yeah. And she stands up. and She's like, "What happened? What's going on?" And then she like slowly works the dent out of the trash can yeah. and gingerly puts Just it back outside the, the ring where it belongs. Yeah. Exactly. I'd love that with Willow Nightingale. I'd love it. Okay. So. Revolution, we've got our first match. Brian Danielson, MJF, 60 minute Iron Man
0: match. You think it's weird they announced it that early? Like the stip?
1: I do, but Brian's gotta beat everyone in the top five. Which, which doesn't by the way exist. <laughs> No. And I'm really surprised that Takeshta's in the top five with like his four wins. Right. Maybe three wins in AEW. Maybe they count? I haven't maybe been watching Elevation EWG. and Dark lately. Yeah, so they haven't had rankings so. since August
0: thirty first.
1: Uh, well, clearly they're only available to the professional sports writers. Maybe at this point, yep. Not us peons.
0: According to uh, uh accord. Maybe that's the maybe that's the deep storytelling they're doing because according to the latest rankings on the AEW website, CM Punk is the current number one contender.
1: That sounds right. Wouldn't that, oh, wouldn't that be news it? News broke this week that CM Punk, rumors broke this week that CM Punk is trying to make amends and get back in AEW. Oh. How yeah. how uh, reliable are these rumors, I wonder? I mean, they're websites I really trust are saying them, mm. but they're not saying, like, where they're coming from. Um, and I, th- I could be wrong. I think I heard Brian Alvarez refer to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, one week we might have Vince back in WWE and CM Punk <laughs> trying to claw his way back into a paycheck. Right. Now that Vince is back, man. and well, now that WWE's probably told him we want nothing to do with it,
0: we this. almost got through this whole podcast without saying his name. Who never can do it? I wasn't gonna he let can that can never happen. do it. I was
1: never gonna let that happen. No, that's why. Um, you know, as soon as we start doing video podcasts, like. The First, one we both have to have a tray of muffins. Oh, yeah, both of us, yeah, and I'll have Puppet Up on screen sharing in the muffins, of course. Um, all right, anything else here that we missed? Um, Can't. I don't think so. This was another really good week. There's been, yeah, they're on a run, three really good weeks of AW in a row. It's a shame the ratings weren't
0: great, but you know i don't know what were the wednesday ratings they were, were they in the like in the 8 800s yeah it was not great like it's 850 low. yeah it was disappointing you
1: know what's wild is they keep having really crappy go home shows mm-hmm. and generally like ratings in the lower 800s and then they do huge pay-per-view buys yeah i think they just have right now what, what of the paper, they've been like 1.4, no, like 150,000. I think you've got 150,000 people. They're going to buy AEW pay W pay-per-views no matter what, because yeah, there hasn't been a bad AEW pay W pay-per-view mm-hmm. outside of the exploding ring. And that was a great, that was, that, the main was event. Yeah, that was yeah, event. And that main event was a great match. That was 15 seconds of bad seconds. And a great show. Yeah. A really, really great show. Um, so yeah, there's not been a bad AEW pay-per-view, and I think people realize that. Um, I watch a lot of pay-per-views every year. I don't purchase a lot of pay-per-views every year, but I purchase every AEW. Yeah, pay-per-view. yeah. Because they're always great. I know I'm going to get my money's worth. I don't want to have a feed go down or something. Right. Like I want them to have my money because of what they give to me week in and week out most weeks. And they've earned it every pay-per-view.
0: Yep, they'll continue to get my money for a good while. They've got to at least have yeah. one bad one oh. before I even think about it.
1: By the way, MJF's most beautiful woman in Colorado, I believe, fought Kate was on the show on, on, on Dynamite again. Ringside. Oh. Okay. She I'm a, I'm ninety-nine percent sure the same woman was there on Dynamite with him or ringside or something like that. I remember that. Um, I don't know why I decided to throw that that, that <laughs> in. That's the last thing I've got from me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media. have a great week, everybody, and we hope to see you back here again next Tuesday.